Pawn. Yeah. It just sounds like a Boston accent saying porn. <laughs> Pawn. Pawn. <laughs> I can't. So, first off, I just want to say that this episode, we will be talking about Santa Claus. So Christmas! Yeah. So, like, if anybody cares to not hear. I'm sure there's not, like, this is not, like, a family thing anyway, but just, <laughs> I feel like I have to say it anyway. <laughs> um. Oh, so, Carol, up until what age do you actually believe in Santa Claus? I actually don't remember. It's probably a better question geared towards you. Do you remember what time I stopped? Uh, I don't remember. Stop believing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I believe. Oh, you! Oh my God. Okay, so you know you don't remember, but I remember now. So you realized because one day you came home from school and you were like super sad, and, and you're like, "Mom, you open the door, you just walk in. You were like in first grade or something. Like, you were really little. You just open the door, like, Mom." Santa Claus. We're all like, <laughs> what? And you were like crying. And you're acting as if someone died, like that you know died, like right, right, you know, that day. And we're like, what? And you're like, my teacher told us that Santa Claus died a long time ago. And we're like, oh my God, like, what is wrong with this person? Like, why would they say that? You know what I mean? Because they're all little. It's mm-hmm. not like, I mean, you were like small. You were like maybe like eight or something. And you were crying and everything. And I think your friend too, she came over and like she was so, she was also sad. It was stupid. Like, you found out, like, in a bad way, you know? Wait, so if I found <laughs> if I found out at that age, I remember, I think I was pretty sure I was older than that when mom would still wrap presents and, like, leave them on the doorstep outside. Oh, mom did that. Or I'm guessing she did, those, she did that until I found out. No, no, oh, I'm not sure. When I found out, I was like around not eight or nine or something, but like I found out because I was like, oh okay, so I see what's happening. But then like I kind of like pretended that I still believed, just for fun. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I think you did the same oh, okay, thing okay. too. It's kind of fun to like pretend, kind of. You know, I think mm-hmm. kind of like that. Oh, okay. But moms never like, hey guys, let's need to have a talk about this. You know, it was never like that. <laughs> I think they just kind of knew that I knew, but we still kind of like, like a game, you know, kind of like that. Does um uh, your Kids. youngest one still believe in Santa? Oh yeah, she does. But she's kind of having questions now, and she's like, I want to see Santa when he's like, you know, coming down here and giving us a present and stuff. Like, I want to see. And then we're like, well, you know, you can't see. And then she's like, why? She's like, I want to see. And I want to see the reindeer and stuff like that. And you know, my oldest kid, he's 10. He knows already. He figured mm-hmm. it out. And then he's kind of like, like, he's like, oh, no, you can't see him because it's magic. Like, he looks at me kind of like super obvious that he's like lying. Like, he's like, <laughs> you know, we're doing this for the little one. Like, kind of that face. And I'm just like, you're too obvious. But she doesn't know it is. But she kind of like, is it even real? Like she was kind of like she, she's picking up on it because she's like, mm, like it's a little bit weird. Like it doesn't make sense to her. Mm-hmm. But she still entertains the idea. Just she's kind of like becoming a little bit like skeptic about it. Kind of like skeptical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably gonna be maybe the last year then. Maybe. 
But still, like, we did the cookies last year, too. Like, my oldest one, he knew already, but we still did, like, the cookies for Santa. Oh, yeah, like, the traditions and stuff like that. Yeah, and, like, the carrot for the reindeer, you know. Yeah. I still remember when you guys came to visit for Christmas that year. Mm Mm-hmm. And both your kids were pretty small. Like, Goosey was about maybe six, I guess. Yeah. And then I think we were able to trick him with the carrot and the glass of milk yeah 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 he did where like we kind of made it like we broke the carrot as if like the the carrot had been eaten or something i do that every year oh so cute yeah and he was so excited he's like oh the reindeer eat the carrot so cute (laughs) so cute my little one's still like that she's seven so i think i'll put them till this year maybe next year she's she'll completely figure it out because she's kind of like suspicious, you know. She's like, "Is it you?" She said that, and I was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> and then she's like, mm, "And then she just moved on." Make sure she doesn't uh, listen to your podcast. <laughs> Nobody listens to it. Nobody cares about my art. Oh snap! Even my husband doesn't support me. What the heck? That's grounds for divorce. <laughs> he doesn't support your dreams. I need to get out of this situation. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um, oh, you know, he did have a podcast on his own, like, a long time ago. How is, like, <laughs> you didn't know I don't him? understand what kind of life he's led where he's, like, done everything. Kind of Every life? time I hear something completely different that he's done that I would not expect him to have done. Because he seems like more of like a serious person, you he know, like, serious you know, person. calm, serious person. The boring turns person. out he turns out he you know has like a bar cert- like a bartender certificate or something, from like from New Zealand. Like he's done a podcast now. Like he he played the guitar. Like what the heck? It's just impromptu. Like he didn't really like learn it. It's just kind of like he's just like a musical genius oh like who hasn't tapped into his talent. <laughs> You gotta figure it's like kind of like songs out a little bit, but I'm like, how can you even like? Does he have perfect pitch? I think so. <laughs> the world isn't fair. <laughs> Why is everything wasted on him? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, so I said we we're gonna talk about Santa, right? I think what you know is probably the norm. So what do you think is the origin of it? I remember that there's like some guy in, I think, Eastern Europe who was like a priest or something. And he was like really nice to children. He gave them presents. And then I think when he died, they kind of made it a tradition to continue giving presents. Something like that. Yeah, you're on the right track. Okay, so... Um, for starters, like you said, you know, the legend of Santa Claus, it it started with um, this Christian monk named Nicholas, who eventually became a bishop, and he was born around 280 AD, and that area oh. now is uh, Turkey now nowadays. Mm. Um, but, you know, when he died, actually, funny thing is, like, when he died, sailors um, from Venetia, they stole his bones from his tomb. The in not nice <laughs> in uh, Turkey, and then uh, uh, they they took it around. They took it to uh, what's it called in uh, to Italy, and nowadays, like his body is kind of spread out in different countries. 
<laughs> really there's like in america too it's like in the usa they have like there's a list of countries that i don't have right now but they send his uh, bones around and um uh turns out that it started to give off a sweet smell allegedly allegedly and when the priests look inside they found like a strange white liquid seeping out of his bones um well <laughs> <laughs> already said this starts to get um weird <laughs> yay podcast name but yeah um smells weird it started to smell sweet the fuck I was mean, that <laughs> condensed milk <laughs> <laughs> somewhere like in the middle of the night just just some condensed milk there oh my god oh my god so you know like i'm super golosa <laughs> how do you say Same. that oh, so- um what's the, how do you say the sin glutton <laughs> There we go. Why are you talking about a sin? Like we just- no, no, it's glutton, right? Yeah, gluttony, yeah. So, yeah. Um, one time I was in my grandma's house, and uh, this is back in the old country, and she <laughs> had like condensed milk in like a can, and it was in the refrigerator. I love condensed oh, milk, no. right? Because I love freaking sweet stuff. And um, went, it was like super like concentrated one too, because that's the one that they sell there. And then when she went, she like left the first floor where we were in the kitchen. She went up for some stuff, and I went in there, and like the can was open and had like a little hole, and like I put my finger and I like I licked my finger from the condensed like you know milk, and like I kept doing that. <laughs> Eventually, you know, the can started to the amount that was in there started to decrease, so I had to put my finger in deeper to take out the milk. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> and like what that like so I had to put more and then like I heard my grandma coming down the stairs, right? And I was like, Oh shit, you know, because she this is like my other grandma didn't really like me that much. <laughs> and um and I was like, Mother, you know, and I'm like, Oh shit and like I tried to get my finger out of there. But like the only way I needed to do was to like turn my finger out. Mm-hmm. Which meant I cut my finger on the oh. freaking can like the lid it was kind of you know like soda you know how you open there's like a little hole it was like that type and my finger was mm-hmm. stuck in there my grandma was running was coming down the stairs oh, and i was like oh my god oh my god and i had to like just fucking turn my finger around and it cut me so i left blood in i do that every year like strawberry milk <laughs> <laughs> this is disgusting <laughs> the price you paid it was like sweet sweet condensed milk <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why didn't you just like freaking drink it straight up? Because I like the the, I think you were like trying to lie to yourself. Like, oh, it's just gonna be a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I was like, it's only a little bit. I get you. I get you. But then, like, I was like, (laughs) it's too. You know, I I flew too close to the sun, Carol. (laughs) 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 Um, so. Yeah, so the 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 liquid coming out of sand, this <laughs> oh, <just> condensed milk. <laughs> they call it the mana, the mana, mana, okay. mana. <laughs> How do you call it? Like the good mana. Yeah, like mana? the good stuff. Man, actually, I don't know. <laughs> like, oh my god. So remember, we had a conversation before about how we don't know religion in English. <laughs> now it's coming back. Honestly, to <laughs> I don't know religion in Spanish either. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm pretty sure is going to be obvious from the previous episode. <laughs> mana. Oh, like mana from heaven? Because I know in Spanish it's called mana, like the band. Mana, the band? <laughs> Wait, does that have an actual meaning? Yes. 
mana, like the band, it means like kind of mm-hmm. like rich, like abundance, kind of. Oh. And so this, what they call it, mana of Saint Nicholas. <laughs> Did they collect it? Exactly. So you know, I told you, like they moved his body around, right? Pieces. Yeah. So even though they moved him around, like he keeps secreting this white liquid. And whatever it is, whether it's like a miracle miracle or just like humidity, it's like definitely mm-hmm. there. And the church collects the mana in vials and they mix it with holy water. No. And sell it to people. No. That's nasty. Yeah. And they use it to, to sell it as a magical cure-all. And somebody famous actually used this man of saint nicholas oh my god uh mozart so is that why he died he died (laughs) (laughs) is that why he died poor wait was that mozart Mozart. he died like poor and destitute and drunk is that what he became a a, (laughs) is that what he became an alcoholic (laughs) (laughs) we're drawing lots of conclusions here (laughs) (laughs) it's based on as much science (laughs) And actual fact as the belief that it's a cure-all. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, yeah, Mozart used some of this and he didn't get better. So Mozart started to say that actually Hmm. he was poisoned. So I guess that's a... Oh, wait. How did Mozart die? Now I need to know. Carol, I only research so much. Like... (laughs) (laughs) God, Elise, what the heck? I'm supposed to just sit here and listen. Uh... You know what I know about Mozart is in that movie, Amadeus. No, that's a song. The movie is Mozart. And he has like a crazy laugh. And I'm not sure if that's no. real. <laughs> I saw a clip of it recently. Oh, really? I know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm never going to forget. We saw this movie in music class when I was in high school. Oh, you did? Yeah. A and typical has... teacher just putting a movie on? I had a lot of teachers that would <laughs> Like, my bio teacher showed us Ghost. My music teacher showed us Mozart. And I didn't never learn how to, like, read music. What the fuck? <laughs> <Never> <laughs> <learned>. <laughs> um, yeah, so we saw that movie. And it has, like, a lot of rated R scenes. Oh, it does. And we're seeing it. And we're all, like, in high school. So, I mean, our maturity level is very low. Yes. And we would go back to class and we just watch Mozart. And... And I remember, like, at the end, the teacher gave us a paper, and it's kind of like, oh, what do you think about the movie, you know? And I wrote, I don't remember what I wrote, um, but I remember this kid, his nickname in the movie is Wolfie, like, mm-hmm. the girls call the girls or whatever, call him Wolfie, and this kid, what he wrote, and he stood up and he said it, like, Wolfie had a funny laugh, and that's what he got out of the movie, and I'm never gonna forget that. <laughs> So, and that's one I know. Whenever I hear Amadeus, I just remember Wolfie had a funny laugh. Uh, really, really. This is all I remember. And his silly face and the laugh. Hmm. I'm sad. Okay. <laughs> so, um, this, uh, uh, they sell it in, uh, so they sell it uh, two liter bottles of holy water mixed in with a mana from his bones for 160 pounds. Just as Jesus would have done. <laughs> Wow. It's pretty expensive. Is it? Yeah. I mean, considering it's coming from 
the only bones that ever secrete any juice. <laughs> Maybe it should be more expensive. Okay, oh so now it's more suspicious. Because <laughs> that's a price that is not that unattainable. So doesn't that mean that they're just like carting out bottle after bottle? Like, are they really using <laughs> the juice out. or are they making their own juice? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, um, I'm seeing that Mozart, like, there were, he, like, got sick. Uh, it's not really clear, like, the reason why, but, like, it's been speculated that it could have been poisoning. Oh, okay. So. Right. Yeah. Maybe. 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 Uh, so, you know, the name St. Nicholas. In parts of Europe, they still use the name, like, Nicholas. And St. Nicholas, like, Sinterklaas. Sinterklaas and um and sorry if i'm not saying it right but um and anyway so people that went to america from the netherlands and uh they would say like really quick like Sinterklaas, 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 santa claus wait so Sinterklaas is it means saint, saint nicholas saint nicholas saint nicholas saint nicholas saint nicholas i'm not a scientist <laughs> no but but yeah it's like that's how it became santa claus they americanized it it sounds so much more commercial, by the way, because Santa Claus is like ah, you know, it has like two A's and like two foreign, I guess. <laughs> Maybe it's a good moment to mention, you know, like the whole. I don't know if you've heard that people say like the, and this is like a, what's it called? Uh, is com- commonly misunderstood fact that Santa Claus, like the one that we see right now with the red outfit and you know the whole like the beard and whatever, um, mm-hmm. that was uh, created by Coca Cola Company. I don't know if you heard about that. Oh. Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, because, you know, he's, like, um, one of the first advertisements that are famously known is about, um, is uh, from Coca-Cola and with Santa. And we still have that, right, with the Coke uh, bottles that come out, or the commercials that come out around yeah. Christmas time in the U.S., right? I remember seeing mm-hmm. that at least until I was uh, in... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so Coca-Cola did not create the legend of Santa Claus as we know him, but Coca-Cola did. Uh, advertisement did play a big role in shaping the character that we all know today. So in 1931, it's a Coca-Cola commissioned an illustrator named Haddon Sundblom to paint Santa for Christmas advertisements. And so he painted it because he remembered when he was a little kid, he remembered getting candy from this old, like kind of chubby, old, jolly guy. This guy would give him candy around Christmas time. So Mm -hmm. like that image, he used that because it would kind of bring him like happiness i guess you know and he used that image that he had in his mind to what's it called help uh this design uh design it and not just that but he used his experience and the inspiration from this poem from 1822 called a visit from saint nicholas which is now known as twas the night before christmas he used some of those aspects of that poem which is like a book now they sell it as a book and then with his with his um idea like he mixed it in and now like he got the modern santa claus that we know nowadays oh and i guess he just looked like very friendly and commercial mm-hmm. before that like there were different types of depiction of santa claus like there would be like a tall gaunt man and like an elf looking mm, tall gaunt man doesn't sound very friendly <laughs> and there was even like a scary claus i don't know what the heck that looks like oh my god it sounds not 
Nice. Would it make me happy? Santa Claus still has a holiday being celebrated in his name on November 5th in some countries like the Netherlands, for example. Oh, sorry, not November. Oh Did I say November? I meant December. Oh, okay. I was going to say, wow, Santa's a Scorpio like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, December. And actually, that's the day that the, the kids in the countries where they celebrate that, they get the presents that day. Oh, okay, on his birthday. Yeah. But nowadays, of course, like, they're, you know, like, I guess what you could call the Americanized version is, is popular. So kids put out their shoes and they get um, some some things, like, the kind of the equivalent of getting something in their stocking, you know. Oh, okay. Um, as you mentioned, uh, St. Nicholas was, uh, was, was a real person. And um, he is known to have been, like, very giving, you know. And actually, he was, like, kind of a philanthropist. The real one. Um, he did anonymous gift giving. Mm-hmm. And according to ancient tradition, there's this uh, story of what he did. Um, this is a really famous story of him that uh, he helped this uh, widower father. He had three daughters and he didn't have money for their dowry. So what he was planning to do is guess what? Give them a dowry? <laughs> he was going to sell them into slavery. <laughs> Oh, wait, the dad. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense considering those times. Oh, God. So, so this, you know, this poor man, uh, he he had three daughters, poor man? like I said. A poor man. He was poor. Oh, legit poor. I thought, like, poor, like, oh, I feel for him. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't feel for him at all. <laughs> so, you know, like I said, you know, he had three daughters who were getting old enough to get married, and because they, he couldn't afford. You know, to pay for their dowries, he was going to sell them um, kind of like into what seems to be like slavery as prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's a reason why uh, St. Nicholas actually is a patron saint of prostitutes. And this is a huge mm. part of why. So Nicholas found out and he decided to help. But he didn't want anyone to know that it was him. So what he would do is he would sneak into their house at night. Yeah, you're picking up on the things that are happening. I see. I see, I see. <laughs> he would sneak into their house at night and he would throw a bag of gold and it would land in the oldest girl's shoe. The shoe. The shoe. And then when she woke up, she found it and finally had enough money to get married. Oh, nice. Mm. So he did that. And then he did that for the second daughter then when she was getting older. And then the next time he did it for the third daughter too. So he helped. Uh, according to the story, the tra- ancient tradition, he helped, I guess, free these girls from going into um, this like sex slavery situation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you know slavery, no, not good. <laughs> and the dad found out, and when he found out, uh, Saint Nicholas told him to not tell anyone, and he promised to not tell his daughters who it was from. I don't. Okay. I was going to say, like, I don't think that dad would tell anyone because then that would, he'd have to be like, yeah, you know, I was thinking of selling my daughters, but <laughs> but this guy gave him money. Plan A was this. And that's the only reason. That's the only reason, you know, why I didn't profit personally. <laughs> that's the only reason. <laughs> oh, and, you know, I don't know if you know, but uh, apparently the, like, pawn shops. <laughs> sounds like it's a porn shop. <laughs> Pawn, pawn, 
Pawnee. Is that Pawnee is wrong? I'm not saying it right. <laughs> Pretty sure. You know what I mean, right? Can you say it for me? Because I'm having trouble. <laughs> Pawn. Yeah. It just sounds like a Boston accent saying porn. <laughs> Pawn. <laughs> Pawn. <laughs> you know what you hear yourself and you feel like you sound stupid that's what's happening yeah um, so pawn shops <laughs> I can't. okay so those um yes. the symbol apparently i did not know this is a three golden spheres outside the shops and mm-hmm. that's like symbolizing the three bags of gold oh uh oh, wow. yeah so i don't know how i became like buy and sell but anyway they, someone took that idea that ran with it. <laughs> so, you know, uh, he helped these girls, but also in general, he will also be very giving to uh, children in general. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's also the patron saint of children. And there's like a really interesting story behind this one, too. It's, uh, you know, call it the story of the three pickled boys. <laughs> Um, no. <laughs> and according to uh, the way that uh, it's an, actually taken that from an old French song about this, a, a song was made about this <clears throat> event. So anyway, mm-hmm. three young boys uh, happen to be knocking around. I'm not sure why, but anyway, those three young boys, they knocked on a butcher's door and they asked if they could stay the night. And the butcher did not like kids. <laughs> so what he did is like he invited them in. And guess what he did? I think you can guess. He pickled them? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he chopped them up with an axe. And then he threw them in a pickle barrel. Oh, not nice. And so like... Fast forward seven years from this, and St. Nicholas is like, he he was trying to buy food, and he dropped by this butcher's place, and he was like, oh, I want to buy some stuff. How about stuff from that barrel? And the guy's like, who, what, when? Like, I'm just, that part I'm making up. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> the traditions say this, Carol. Anyway, so... The guy, uh, St. Nicholas, was like, I want food. How about that barrel? And uh, so this guy was like a really bad murderer because what he did is he had left the barrel with the bodies there. Seven years. Oh. There was no smell? I guess he pickled them. I guess. St. Nicholas went there to buy ham. And then he's just like, oh. You got a different kind of ham. (laughs) Wait, oh, that sounds gross. You shouldn't say that. I don't think you know, Carol. I'm just going to delete that part. I don't part. know. <laughs> this is pretty bold, vulgar. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so the butcher had never thought to take out the barrel of dead bodies, apparently. So, you know, the butcher started to freak out. And St. Nicholas, who was very forgiving and, like, to, like, crazy extremes, okay? Like, this is, like, he was like oh you know repent and god will forgive you and uh was uh, after he did this he pointed out his finger to the barrel and the little children came down from heaven 
and back to life. I guess our souls came from heaven, like they just uh, came back so from the dead. How does this situation work considering the bodies were chopped up? They just put themselves together like Legos. Like Mr. Potato Head. Like Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. These are seven kids, by the way. What? I mean, I know kids were little and scrawny back then. What if they choose someone else's body part? Can they like yank it <laughs> back out and then put it on again? I think, I think God put them back together the right way. Oh, okay. I'm guessing. <laughs> um, uh, and you know, this is weird because I thought that only Jesus was the one that did this to bring people back from the dead. Is it blasphemy to talk about this? This is like well, I don't no, know. I mean like because supposedly Jesus is the only person. So if you're saying if the church is saying someone else did it, does that not align with the beliefs? Uh, is it only Jesus that did this according to the church? I'm not sure. Interesting. That'd be a story for another time. <laughs> But that's something I realized right now. Wait, I thought only Jesus did that with Lazarus and someone else too, I think. <clears throat> so, you know, San, uh, to be a saint, you know, he has to have done uh, miracles, right? He has, I mean, he's a saint, I think, under, I mean, he's definitely a saint under the Catholic Church, St. Nicholas, but also under the Orthodox Church, too. You know, he had to have made miracles. And these mm-hmm. miracles are very i mean the um the miracles are mm, mm, funny anyway (laughs) so actually you know so his first miracle he performed was at conception first of all let me just state saint nicholas is more interesting to me than santa after i found all this stuff out um so you know what he did is his first miracle actually was his conception saint nicholas's conception yeah his second would be at birth right after after being born so what happened was that his mother she was <laughs> she was an aging woman and she was childless and barren so <laughs> uh-huh. i'm still stuck on and that he first fixed part. this what? he fixed this this she it was she was a problem <laughs> so his his mom was an aging woman she was childless she couldn't have kids but um i guess by uh i guess as being attributed to his own i don't know sainthood i guess she was able to conceive and i guess he's like a miracle baby and that's one of the miracles so i'm a miracle too <laughs> uh so he created life inside a barren womb really <laughs> i see it's all the women's fault it, he did it it's his it's you know he's the one <laughs> okay next please <laughs> so after his mom gave birth, I guess because she was old, um, I don't know what that means, you know, uh, it, it was a different time. <clears throat> so after giving birth, she like immediately fell ill. But St. Nicholas, when he was born, he was, you know, so I guess powerful and loved by God at that moment already. So, you know, uh, what he did is he was a newborn, okay? And he was getting baptized, I guess, like right at that moment, in, right in, right when he's getting baptized, like right after being born, he stood on his feet. This baby, just born, he just, like, stood up. And he stayed there for three hours. Without support from anyone. 
Okay, I have some issues with this because it sounds like he's trying to outshine baby Jesus. And that's just not right. <laughs> yeah, Jesus didn't do this. He got gifts. He was just a baby, but Saint Nicholas... <laughs> he didn't even do, like, his own conception. That's true. I think he was like, yo, I heard about this dude that was born 229 years ago and, like... I don't like it. I want to be the, the star. That exactly. This, and now we still honor Santa Claus more than Jesus. Because I have a Christmas tree here. And I don't have a proper nativity scene. And I'm part of the problem. <laughs> I think this is part of the war on Christmas. <laughs> well, now I see. Now I see proof of it. Research. Anyway. <laughs> so like I said, he stood up on his two infant baby newborn feet for three hours straight. And why three hours, may you ask? <laughs> You were not asked. Why three hours? <laughs> Why three hours? Because he was honoring the most holy trinity. Is that why he chose to help three girls? <gasps> oh! Man, now you're thinking. I didn't think of that. How many pi- ki- how many kids were pickled? There was, those were seven. Oh, okay, never mind. Like the seven deadly sins. But this is not <gasps> related to that. I'm just making shit up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like on the Bible too, like a seven is like a whatever number, right? Like it shows yeah, like up seven days. Too. Yeah. For this um this miraculous moment, actually there is a picture I'll put on Instagram. There's a painting. You know how in medieval times people were really bad at drawing babies and children <laughs> painting? They all look freaky. Yeah. <laughs> they look like tiny little adults. And it's all because yeah. um I can't really go into it too, too deep, but it's like basically people did not know that children were not little adults. The concept of childhood was not really there. Uh-huh. So they gave like adult characteristics. Like, you know how baby Jesus has like abs in oh like God, I love it. the medieval times? So there's a painting also of St. Nicholas when he was born and he saved his mom. Here it is. I'm going to send it to you just so you can see it. You see it? <sighs> That's an adult. <laughs> I love how these artists, like, they're seeing this scene or like the baby in real life and they're like no i'm not gonna follow what i see i'm gonna do what i what i think it looks like cannot look at a child (laughs) and paint what i see must paint adult with abs (laughs) (laughs) he's got long ass fingers (laughs) people are really bad at that and, you know, he was a, such a special, holy little baby. He fasted. He did what I count. Is that why he has abs? Because of the diet? <laughs> diet and exercise? He was like full protein. Exercise standing for three hours when you were a baby? How many calories do you burn? <laughs> He's like straight out to the leg day. So he fasted. Damn. He was a baby. But he refused to breastfeed on Wednesdays and Fridays. Because those... Were holy days of fasting, he would not take a single drip of breast milk until he knew that his parents had finished their prayers. Wow, commitment! <laughs> he was a, he was an infant, so I and this is I guess part of his miraculous nature. So far, these stories are about some things that are I guess very positive sounding, but also there's another side. He had the view that Jesus was every bit the equal of God, you know. And one time they were all in this symposium, him and other bishops, and they were talking about the Holy Trinity, how it worked. And this um, 
this uh, bishop named Arius, he started to say, no, uh, there's God and Jesus is not there. And St. Nicholas got so pissed. Um, what he did is that he just went straight up and, and everybody else, like not, listen, you know, everybody's being polite, but he got so pissed off at this. Like he just went up and he just punched yes. the guy. Drama. He just punched him like because he was so angry at what's his blasphemy that, that he was saying. Um, so he just punched, punched him right in the face. I love it. And what happened is, like, you know, he got in trouble for this. They threw him in jail. Dang. Mm-hmm. But then Virgin Mary and Jesus, um, Jesus and, and his mom appeared to him in the cell. And they asked him why, why he did this, you know? And his answer was, because of my love for you. So apparently they were on board with him. And uh, they left him a holy Bible and... When the the guards went up to see him, he was just sitting there, just like totally chill, normal with his clothes on. Because they took away like his, you know, his uh, his bishop clothes. He he was in the cell with his normal clothes on and reading the Bible that Jesus gave him. And um, so the emperor had him freed. And then the council of bishops agreed at the end that St. Nicholas was actually right about the Holy Trinity. Mm. Wait, the person who was denying the Holy Trinity, was he also part of the church? Oh, yeah, he was a bishop. He was a bishop. and uh, so, I mean, this, is, this is before the whole Trinity thing was established. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, and actually this, um, you know, after the council, um, it's called Nicaea. I can't say it. Um, they agree with Nicholas's views and they decided, you know, they about the Holy Trinity and because of this, they they produce actually the Nicene Nicene Creed, um, which to this day many Christians repeat weekly when they stand to say what they believe in. So it's like a prayer, which I don't know, uh-huh. but I should. <laughs> but it actually, came out to something important, you know. If we believe hmm. that this happened, and I want it to have happened, I want him to. I want to think of Saint Nicholas punching someone in the face. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. And he, uh, so, you know, he actually, he was, um, he was only five feet tall. He was not very tall. Mm. And uh, he actually had a broken nose from a fight also. So wow. he so was he looks pious. like all badass. Meanwhile, he was he's like, giving, <laughs> he, he's like giving presents to kids and saving people. Saving children, saving his mom. As a newborn, punchy people. He's got face. abs. He's got baby abs. <laughs> Sadly, he did have chronic arthritis, and he was in a lot of pain. Um, Is it from the three hours of standing up? <laughs> uh, he had problems uh, with arthritis, and he died at fifty-two years old only. Oh wow! I mean, considering this is two two zero something AD. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. He's I guess old. so. So he he became very famous, unknown around the area, and uh, actually during the Middle Ages, what happened at, is uh, French nuns. Um, they are the ones that started the tradition of bringing anonymous gifts under the cover of the night to needy families and their children on December fifth, which is Saint Nicholas Eve. The next morning, uh, at, at 
On December 6th was the next morning, the fe- after the Feast of St. Nicholas, the poor families, they would wake up and they would find food and clothing and treats and uh, a little bit, just, you know, some modest um, financial assistance, I guess, some money they left. And then when the poor people tried to find out who the benefactor was, the answer would be, it must have been St. Nicholas. So, mm. so his, I guess, the legend of gift giving just kept... Um, kept going that's nice mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, little bits that um stayed you know as a legend be- uh, forms there's like a lot of little bits and also it seems that uh, there's a little bit of inspiration of an, a nordic god uh that he rode on the sky with I think like two horses. I forgot the name of the Marvel horses right now. But he rode in the in the sky with horses, and like they combined up because Saint Nicholas used to ride. Uh, Saint Nicholas rides a white horse, and then they they mix all these things into like the Santa Claus version as time went on. Mm-hmm. You know, with the reindeer and everything. And um, oh, and before I forget, you know, candy canes. Yes, um, they're a staple at least in America, for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And they are associated with Santa Claus as well. The The inspiration for this is something called the crozier. Crozier? I'm, I'm sorry. There's a lot of words I'm mispronouncing. <laughs> the crozier, which is a bishop's staff. And it's supposed to represent the staff of Saint Nic- uh, oh. Sinterklaas or Saint Nicholas. Because he was a bishop. But does it have the striped things or it's just a shape? It's just a shape. And I guess it got festive, you know. Okay. Because, you know, red and white are the colors of Christmas. Um, allegedly. Traditionally. You know and why, though, all, right? Why? To Coca-Cola. Oh, okay. No, I thought you were going to say something. I don't know. Like, no. oh, man, something bloody. Like, something dark <laughs> was going to come up. So, like I said, you know, the the <clears throat> the, the image of uh, Santa Claus is a very Americanized version of St. Nicholas. But uh, St. Nicholas is still celebrated in some countries in uh, Europe and actually some uh, places that used to be territories like Curaçao for example this used to be a territory of what is now the Netherlands so <clears throat> they, they have uh, they, they celebrate uh, the day but there's been some controversy because I don't know if you've heard about <laughs> I think I have to oh, mention no. Black Pete I, <laughs> I have to with this Christmas stuff. <laughs> the first time that we find the name of Swart Pete, which means Black Pete, um, it was in a children's book in 1891. And, uh, you know, like some countries have like the, the first, I think it's in Germany, um, Krampus, you know, the Christmas devil. Mm-hmm. So the whole concept of like, you know, Santa Claus knowing who's a good kid and who's a bad kid. Um, but in this situation, the the way that they would contrast Sinterklaas and Swart Pete, it would be by like the the color contrast <laughs> because <laughs> Sinterklaas was white and uh, Black Pete was uh, very dark, and this seems to be uh, allegedly because apparently a big part of uh, the population in the Netherlands say that it's not racist. This is kind of a little bit of a, a controversy, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, um, 
So, you know, it, uh, it used to be, like, there's the idea of, like, Santa Claus being followed by, like, a chained devil, right? And then the chains, they symbolized a victory of good over evil and light over darkness. Hint, hint. Um, so after the Netherlands became involved in the transatlantic slave trade, uh, the literal blackness <laughs> of this figure, Pete, translated to skin color. Um <laughs> Okay, uh, so the work of this author of the book that came out in eighteen ninety one, um, she put a uh, it put a lot of emphasis on the blackness of Swar Pete in the stories, um, but there's uh, some research on this, and uh, apparently the words connecting Pete to <laughs> the equivalent uh, Dutch uh, words of more and Negro. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Um, they were used frequently from 1915 to 1975. So they still keep uh, getting used. Um, the last time that people used these words, aside from Swart Pete, uh, was until 1985. Wow. The equivalence of... Too late. <laughs> and Moors were like the black, the dark, <laughs> just mm-hmm. the dark people from Spain. And supposedly... Uh, sword Pete to the bad kids he would punish them because he would hit them with a stick and he would send them to Spain <laughs> that's what happens wow. to bad kids um, and you know there's the celebrations of uh, Nicholas Day what people do is uh, usually white people they cover like full blackface like just full on I don't get why full full they don't see it's not blackface. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Apparently, leading up to the times of World War II, Black Pete's job was to investigate, uh, you know, the children that were bad, and then to take them away in his sack or whip them for discipline. And nowadays, uh, his image is more, I guess, friendly. <laughs> um, it's more of an entertainment for others' enjoyment. <laughs> hmm. um, and he helps. Santa Claus delivered the presents, and he no longer acts as the one who brings punishment. So I guess this is uh, what <laughs> progress. Um, so he's more uh, a friendly figure, public figure. He's, uh, he's the one that is the uh, the entertainer. <laughs> this is not better. It's not. Um, <laughs> so still, parents would say, like, you know, I will take Black Pete. If you're a bad kid, to take you with him to Spain, for wow. example. Definitely culture, like, um, <laughs> helping to culture, like, a a good outlook on uh, certain people. Some people see uh, Sinterklaas and Black Pete combo as, like, kind of racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for example, the Global African Congress, which is an organization which commits itself to repair the damage of historical oppression of Black people, they filed a petition in November 2003 to a very resistant Dutch parliament at the time, calling for the abolishment of Black Pete. And uh, some of the petition's points, I'm reading straight from the petition's points. This is one of the points, okay? Uh, Black Pete has similarities with remaining remaining of concepts from the transatlantic Dutch colonial Mm -hmm. and slave past. This has, you know, this had to be apparently (laughs) stated. (laughs) <laughs> um, and there's been actions of different organizations 
and uh, it's been almost 20 years in the works to try to find out what to do about this whole black bee situation. If you make a survey of the, of Dutch people, uh, uh, sadly more than half of the population, pretty much uh, well over half, they think that it's not racist. And some people say that it's questionable and very few people have a problem with it. I mean, comparatively, you know, in the percentages. But if you, if there's, if you survey the people of African descent and black people in, in the Netherlands, not surprisingly, the percentages of approval are lower. Yeah. <laughs> They're not into it as much. <laughs> um um, you know, uh, it has like I guess some psychological effect I guess on the black Dutch children of African descent. Um, and this is researched because I guess I wouldn't know. Who can know? Who could imagine <laughs> that it could be bad? <laughs> so, and actually, you know, this I have. Uh, I know someone. I have a friend, and uh, she's uh, American and. When she was uh, a teenager, she went to the Netherlands and she spent some time there. And she says the first time she she saw black people, she was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like she saw like a bunch of black people with like full of blackface, big red lips, and like oh dress- no, yeah, big- <laughs> you didn't. I didn't mention the lips. I mean, this is part of it because it's it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> that's even more more obvious that it is racist. I have to send you a picture, <laughs> and I don't know if I could. I don't have the strength to put this on Instagram. So if you want to look up what Swart Pete looks like, just put it on your... Just Google it. And... Um, oh, hold on a second. Uh, I'm going to send you a picture of it. And by the way, this is like totally fine. I mean, a lot of people aren't... You see? Mm. <laughs> That's exactly my reaction. When I first heard my friend tell me about this... And I was like, what are you talking about? Because I hadn't heard about this. And she's like, she kind of described something that sounded problematic. And then when I looked up the picture, I was like, wow, I could not have braced myself for this. There's this so is a, a festival. So many wrong details to this. People on the street, look at this. <laughs> look at the other one. Oh my god. <laughs> this happens on the streets. <laughs> uh, what's uh, Now what some people are doing. Okay, so, you know, one of the explanations for this because people are starting to be like you know maybe this is a problem Mm -hmm. and actually the prime minister he used to be like really against this whole black beat as a problem but recently i think 2015 he um he openly said that he has been changing his mind because he's understanding that maybe this is hurtful for some people um so we he's like we have to work on like how to deal with this tradition you know get rid of it <laughs> it reminds me of like you know the the bit on with the Jim Jeffries show about those dolls. Oh my god, the golly go- golly polywogs. It's just Polly straight like full on blackface. Jesus. And like I was gonna say, okay, so supposedly the origin of this character is that it represents the evil compared evil. to Saint Nick, right? But then yeah. nowadays, that character doesn't even portray evil anymore. So there's no need for it to even, like, even with the excuse, like, oh, you know, it's it's the color black because it's evil or whatever. Like, that no, excuse doesn't even <laughs> work anymore because it's not an evil character. Yeah, I mean, 
it's i don't know because you know cause there's like people that might say like oh because it's tradition and stuff like that okay first of all it's not that long of a tradition and even if it was tradition that tradition has changed over time so it the the well that's the, the problem meaning, it hasn't changed it, it should has change. no, i mean like the, the the meaning of the character you know the character is no longer like doesn't oh okay, okay. doesn't the take devil care thing. of like the devil thing right they should go back to the devil right i mean if you're gonna keep just if you're gonna keep it like this like keep it real like be 100 percent. don't be like giving excuses if you're gonna be like so strongly racist and don't try to feel better about yourself okay like go for it you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> i'm just kidding no no, no, no like, yeah just how we read like um, yeah like <laughs> don't don't give half-assed excuses just accept what you're doing if you're gonna be so staunchly for it you know mm-hmm. it's going along the lines that you're talking about um what some people are doing is they don't do like full-on blackface I'm going to send you a picture of the solution, <laughs> according to some people. Um, so... Blackface is a problem. Some people are saying, no, no, we're not going to do blackface. We're just going to make our faces dirty. So look at the picture. This is like kind of people trying to fix it a little bit. So they just make their faces... I mean, these are white people, right? And they just put like dirt on their faces to uh-huh. make themselves okay dirty. that could work if they didn't have the wigs <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying you know like the big ring like hoop golden earrings which uh-huh. i don't think but i know that people see that and they connect it to um the country of africa because apparently africa is this whole one thing that everybody was saying so um uh, according to what I hear from some people, um, yeah, so they're like they kept all these aspects of like the quote quote savage, you know, and uh, the hair. <laughs> I have a problem with the hair, really. Look, the they could have they could have kept like, like the dirty afro. face because it's not like it could look like they're just like rolling around in uh, dust or whatever, right? They could have kept the hoops. But why would they keep the hair? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the, the explanation for this is that um, for the blackface one was that like he's he used to help Santa Claus deliver the, the gifts by going down the chimney. And I'm like, OK, I'm trying to make sense of this. And I'm like, where do the big red lips come from, though? Like, <laughs> like if you're saying he's getting dark from going oh, down the chimney. He got that hair. <laughs> I love I love these excuses that make no sense. <laughs> also, I love the attention to detail of these pe- of these people because they wear black gloves to make sure their hands are also black. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I know they're very committed to this. I mean, I'm gonna send you another picture right now. It just shows you um, the contrast. Um, so explain to me what you see. See, <laughs> Nicholas is there. Oh my god. <laughs> um, can you explain to me what you see? Okay, there's a Santa that's like looking all bishop-like with that bishop hat. <laughs> huge ass, that huge mustache, beard, beard. whatever it's called. <laughs> whatever it's called. It's like your brain is like, <laughs> it doesn't work. And then behind him are three, I'm guessing, kids. Of different sizes. 
with blackface. I'm pretty sure those are red lips, not like normal colored lips. Black gloves. Their legs. They're like they're wearing black stockings. But you know, uh, people are trying to change this, and I do hope. I mean, I <laughs> I see this, and I feel like it's weird. But um, to, at the very least, but as a non-black person, I think we should listen to what the people that are black. <laughs> say about this yeah. like if they're uncomfortable with this it's like maybe there's a problem <laughs> yeah definitely it's like sometimes when in these kind of situations where people people like decide to continue with whatever it is that's wrong right they're like oh like i'm sorry this offends you and it's just like okay but please stop like if you're really sorry like please stop doing this yeah Mm -hmm. anyway yeah i agree with you and uh so what's happening is uh you know some countries that were former dutch colonies because people forget that there was also colonization from other countries like netherlands um in curacao uh am i saying this right sorry (laughs) um uh so like the dutch style santa claus events they were organized until like last year and their prime minister they have spoken negatively about this tradition and um so some people have an organizations have threatened to withdraw the grants given for the celebration and uh, some uh, activism has happened and people have been arrested when they have been protesting the the parades of uh, that that have this character like the blackface with full blackface mm-hmm. and everything and um so since 2020 the center class center class feast is no longer celebrated in curacao and it has been replaced by children's day on the no- 20th of november and uh, also dutch style center class events were organized in Surinamese in the Surinamese countries in Suriname Suriname. I'm sorry I can't say it um so also there um things are being changed and uh uh, since 2013 the Sinterklaas feast on the 5th of December has been replaced by Kinderdag which means Children's Day I love how Mm -hmm. it had to be changed to a whole nother holiday instead of just getting rid of a character yeah I guess because they can't separate the name, I think, if people think Sinterklaas, automatically people think that, like, oh, Black Pete has to be there. So. Oh, and actually, on 6th of December, the St. Nicholas Society of New York celebrates also the Feast of St. Nicholas um, in the Hudson Valley region of New York. I was so afraid. No, no, no. No, not with the Blackface, not with Black Pete. Just St. Nicholas, you know, um, especially because of that region apparently has a Dutch heritage. Oh. And yeah, and what they do is like Cinder Claus crosses the Hudson River for some reason. And then there's a parade, I guess. Oh, nice. Not that big, but yeah, uh, but not problematic, apparently. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can have Santa Claus, you can have St. Nicholas, and you don't need to be problematic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
it can be done. So that is the story of Saint Nicholas, which inspired the legend, I guess, the living legend that is Santa Claus nowadays. And it has been spread all over different countries. Like in uh, Latin America, we know him as Santa Claus. Oh yeah, Santa Claus, but also Pa. What? You, oh my God, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Noel. Is this religion again? Oh, Papa Noel. <laughs> You're like, ew. No, no, Papa Noel, Papa Noel. Oh, Papa Noel, yeah. Yeah, which would be... Oh, yeah, like, they don't say Santa Claus, right? It's mostly Papa Noel. Yeah, we mostly say Papa Noel when we are, I guess, in Latin American countries, which would be like... Which translates, I guess, literally to Father Christmas. I don't speak the Spanish. We also say Santa Claus, you know, when we're, we're just saying stuff like straight out from English, you know. Do we... Is it not officially uh-huh. in Spanish? Do Spanish people just say the English with a Spanish accent? That's why it's Santa Claus. What do you mean? Like, is it officially Papa Noel, but then people just say Santa Claus with a Spanish accent? Because how do you spell it in Spanish? But that's not right, right? Let me check. Um, from here, from what I see, they're spelling it. Oh, so yeah, they're uh, from what I see right now. Apparently, the 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 main way, the I guess the most official one would be Papa Noel, but they also say Santa Claus, but it's spelled C L O O, like C L U S. I guess like in English. <laughs> no, C L A U S. Oh, A U S. Yeah. Wait. I guess it's spelled uh, the same way, but people just Santa say Claus. Claus. Is it with Santa an Claus. E at the end? No. <gasps> what? <laughs> I think I've always thought it was spelled Claus with an E because of the movie. Wait, no? Yeah, you're right. Because of the movie. Yeah. The Santa Claus? Yeah. With Tim Allen? the actual Santa Claus, Santa Claus is without the E. But the movie is with the E because I guess it has some kind of claws. <gasps> the claws. Yo. Yeah, you're I right. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. I never saw that movie. I don't like Tim Allen. He was... Oh, I remember him from the show... What's it called? Um, Home Improvement. Which had Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Which was a crush of mine. Jonathan Taylor Thomas? <laughs> a lot of girls. JTT Carol. <laughs> I need to see a picture. So I can judge you. He was the voice of Simba. Oh, Kid Simba. Simba, that's cute. Well, uh, I would like, I, I, what's it called? If, if one day I would actually like to see what the vial looks like of St. Nicholas's, of the, uh, the man of St. milk. <laughs> the condensed milk. Um, and uh, I think that is all I have to say for today about Santa Claus. Nice, this is going to be a good Christmas episode. I like the other stuff that I think everybody should know, like the punching, yes, and like you know, you know the broken nose, the baby standing up leg day, leg day. <laughs> Let's celebrate that version of Saint Nicholas. Yeah, he sounds like a cool dude. And he was only five feet tall, but he lived large. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
what are you going to be doing this Christmas? Do you have any plans? Um, you know, the typical Latino celebration of it, of it on Christmas Eve to Christmas, I guess, what's the dawn? Christmas morning. Morning. Christmas morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know words. <laughs> We don't know things I don't in English. Know things in English or Spanish. <laughs> um, so okay, so you know, Latinos celebrate uh, Christmas on Christmas Eve. We stay up until twelve o'clock. That's when like mm-hmm. we eat and, and we say know, Merry Christmas. Merry at 12. Christmas, and then do presents. Um, so we're gonna be doing that, and then I'm also going to be meeting up with my friends on Christmas Day, I believe. Um, you know, just to. To celebrate Christmas for a bit. That's nice. You know, when I tell um, people who even are American, but are not Hispanic, mm-hmm. when I tell them about how we do, and it's not just, it's, it's not just like us, it's like from different countries too, in America, like you do the Christmas Eve is an important one, the, the midnight. Yeah. We wake up, Hispanic kids, we wake up on the 24th with presents already. Mm-hmm. under the t- the tree or whatever your parents usually put them usually under the tree but there you wake up on the 24th and your presents are there and then you have to stay the whole day <laughs> you have to wait until the 12th until midnight yeah to open your presents and they're like oh my god that's awful <laughs> you know and um and i don't know do you re- you remember that the whole waiting thing i do right yeah i remember one year um you know the presents were out already and we obviously couldn't open them mom warned us like don't even touch the boxes right and i was <laughs> like that's this <laughs> and i'm like that's a little different because usually she doesn't like have to specify that right uh-huh. and i was like i wonder why and like that got me curious so, like at one time at one point in the afternoon i was like i wonder why she said that right so i go and i touch one of the boxes mm-hmm. and it's it's like a a box that was wrapped in like you know wrapping paper right so it's like a rectangle uh-huh. and like i touch one of the corners and one of the corners just like dips in oh and i realized like now i know why she doesn't want me to touch it because this is a bratz doll ah. and the bratz dolls come in like weird shaped boxes yeah, yeah. that don't have corners on the top so i was like it's a bratz doll <laughs> and that's why she didn't want me to touch it because i'll know yeah i used to actually um that's what we do and uh i remember me and my uh, my cousin sometimes uh, we for some reason uh, I remember a few times oh yeah we, we had our cousins over or our cousin a cousin at least um, and what we would do is like you know the the bo- the box during the whole day you're like just like, you know hanging around and like looking at the whatever and mm-hmm. like, of course you're gonna get in trouble if you try to open it of course so mm-hmm. no one there what we would do and I do is like I grab the box and I would like shake the box I would grab like the the, the present the wrap present i'll like touch what the shape of it is and then what i would do is like i would shake the box and like hear what's in there you know you kind of try to figure Mm -hmm. out what's in there and you're like just dying until midnight but usually because uh christmas is not a holiday here um we do the whole like you know they come back from school on the 24th and that night we make our christmas dinner you know with turkey and all like the other stuff i kind of combine like the like i guess traditionally american kind of christmas dinner stuff and then also like our particularly peruvian christmas 
parts of like you know the salad of I don't know we call it Russian salad I don't know how they call it it's like with beets oh yeah mm-hmm. and uh, and we drink the Peruvian soda Inca Cola that's like our main that's like always every year we drink Inca Cola with our Christmas um, dinner and the turkey and my kids just go and attack the turkey and then mashed mm-hmm. potatoes too <clears throat> my daughter loves mash- she just loves potatoes in general and you know that type of stuff and I get like cranberry sauce as well um, for the turkey and mm-hmm. it goes well uh, but I'm proud I think I'm the only one that eats that but I still kind of feel like the I cranberry should cranberry sauce? It. yeah my kids I really like, like cranberry it. sauce yeah it's like nice and tart um, that's um, like one of the mm-hmm. dividing uh, Christmas dishes or like Thanksgiving dishes oh really? I don't that, know like, that yeah because like a lot of people don't like it and then a lot of people do oh so it's one of those hit or miss ones that's interesting I think, like, I thought that if you grow up with it, like, you would be more keen. I mean, we didn't grow up with it. No, we didn't. But I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember, like, you know, we, we don't have Peruvians. We don't even have cranberry sauce or anything like that. Yeah. Um, or, like, mint. Like, for example, some things, like, with lamb, for example, people have, like, mint jelly or something like that. The first, I just, I've just heard about that, like, last month. Apparently, mint jelly is a thing with lamb or like mutton mm-hmm. because of the gaminess of it. Also, we've eaten it here in um, like a kind of spicy kind of uh, Indian restaurant. It's like in a spicy way. They're this Indian restaurant. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time my kids try mutton and they really like it because I think like the way that it's seasoned, it's like pretty strong, the, the sauce itself. Yeah, my husband doesn't really like uh, lamb because uh, for him the taste is a bit strong. And the first mm-hmm. time he tried it was when he was in Mongolia. Actually, he went Wait, on a trip. You, he went to Mongolia, the Silk Road, and like they were there on horseback and everything. Um, he, oh my god, his life is a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> um, he went there when he was in college. Um, it was like a week or something, and they were just there. It's like the the desert, you know, and uh, uh-huh. and he says that the way, mm. you know, he part- he wasn't really uh, he didn't really like too much the taste of the lamb, <laughs> but maybe um, every country has their own, I guess, cuisine or their own taste buds, you know, yeah. preference. Uh, so he kind of didn't like it at that time, but then he tried it again in uh, the Indian restaurant, and he liked the way that it was. That it tasted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna say, why are we talking about lab? Um, food, Christmas, Christmas, turkey, gaminess, ah, mint jelly, cranberry, cranberry sauce. There we go. Yeah. That's how we got here. <laughs> Sadly, this Christmas I can't visit because of the whole Corona situation. Yeah, and I feel bad because actually a lot of people that I know, especially here in Japan, we we still ha- uh, we have closed very limited borders and uh so a lot of people actually haven't been able to visit their families and some of them have people like uh, some of people i know like they have kids their kids are here and they are abroad or like they had to go abroad for some reason mm-hmm. so a lot of people are going to have a difficult christmas but um i hopefully you know this is the last christmas that we need to deal with this whole pandemic situation yeah christmas is my favorite time of the year yeah, and it's for so a lot jolly. of people, it is jolly. 
and it doesn't have to be religious at all you know everybody can celebrate at least the holidays mm-hmm. you know the holiday season and uh, well merry christmas to everyone i think this episode will be released i think the day before christmas or yeah so merry christmas to everyone happy holidays merry christmas happy holidays um like you said hope everyone stays in good health and that we're all able to see our loved ones very soon yeah oh wait where the 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 work in progress oh yeah i forgot um my name uh, my name is elise and you are carol and this is and then it got weird and our instagram is it got weird that podcast and our email is oh not again (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i need to check again i'm not even joking is this our new tradition (laughs) you just forgetting forgetting everything hold on hold on hold on hold on i can do this okay our email is it got weird podcast at gmail.com Alrighty. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Happy holidays. And Happy New Year. I don't know if we'll release something after, after Christmas, mm, but just, just in case. Happy New Year. <laughs> I'm back because I realized <laughs> that your name is, is Carol, like a Christmas Carol. Apparently, there's different ways to spell Carol. So then it's something I started only doing like the last uh-huh. two years, which is somehow shocking considering Christmas Carol is a thing, right? Oh. But then when they're like, oh, like, how do you spell it? So I'm just like, ah, Christmas Carol. And like, that's how I get out of those situations. I was not named for Christmas Carols, by the way. Uh, just leaving it out there. When I started to save the name, it's like Christmas and then Carol. I was like, oh! No, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. It was the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring. (laughs) Not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas, oh, that's me, soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their...